Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas. People, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village, the award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007 or find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at one 800 364 9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Ike Eisenhower State Farm. Ike and his award-winning team have been serving the insurance needs of folks all around Hot Springs Village since 1998. Ike has qualified for State Farm's President's Club, Chairman's Circle, and Hot Springs Village Insurance Agent of the Year. Call them today at 501-984-4100. That's 501-984-4100. You can also find them online at IkeEisenhower.net. Call them today for your insurance needs because like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You just wanted me to say this. Okay. No, I didn't want you to say it. Okay, so here's a bonus episode. And by the way, Randy had always mentioned, and we may still do, he said, you know, we should be doing an outtake reel. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure everybody that thinks we're on an outtake reel would like to stay on an outtake reel, if you know what I mean. No, no, let's not be, you know, let's not be publishing this. Well, sometimes I'm on an outtake reel when I'm talking. (laughs) Rarely. Rarely, rarely. So sharing with you a funny story, you know, I've well, been hang on, hang on. Let me, let me set it up for you just for a sec. We were talking just a moment ago when we were talking about the extremes of the County and, and the policing and all the things that we have involved. And <clears throat> excuse me, for example, uh, I had some property in Sheridan. I mean, Sheridan, you know, I had some property in Saline County. Mm-hmm. Well, it's maybe 11 miles from Sheridan and from one end of Saline County to the other, it's an hour and a half easy. If you oh, start, yeah. if you start in Perrin and think you're going to be in Sheridan or near Sheridan, it could be maybe an hour and 45 minutes. I mean, and, and I'm trying to define for people, for our watchers and listeners <clears throat> that in a, in a very rural area, getting the police here can be a problem. And I'm not, you know, I'm not, let me hold that out. The village is the exclusion to that rule. I promise you, we have great police. We have great policing. They're here in minutes. But we have roughly 16,000 people behind the gates and we can manage that out. in the, so somebody would say, well, if I can live in the woods and maybe I buy a lot and I'm going to play golf on that lot in the village, why don't I live out in the country? Because it can take a while to get the police to come see you, as Miss Clara is about to tell us. Well, mine's actually a funny story. <laughs> and when you talk about the police and, and how long it might take them to get there, it's a big county. Look at Garland County and how much it covers and think how many patrolmen are probably on duty at any given moment. I mean, you know, there's not hundreds of patrolmen and they've got to get from one end to the other. Now, I, I was sharing with you, Dennis, a funny story. You know, I've been in, I've been here almost 20 years, been in real estate just about the same amount of time. And one of my very first 
funny experiences. I was a new realtor. I was working at Crossroads Realty back when it existed at the bottom of the hill. And I was actually on floor duty. It was Friday, probably about 4.30 in the afternoon. And I had a, a sweet lady and her sister come in. They wanted to go look at this beautiful modular home in Buckville. Hang on well, one sec. Hang on one sec. Let me interrupt for one sec. Okay. Buckville is at the far end of the of Garland County and the far end of the National Forest. It's embedded or in the National Forest. It's on Lake Washita. I encourage you to look up Buckville. It is a fascinating place. When they the lake rose up and they made Lake Washita, they flooded out hundreds of graves. There's an old church there that just is a meeting room now. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous, beautiful place. But it's how far from Hot Springs Village? About an hour. It's it's on a good day. It's fifty minutes. I mean, it, it's yeah, a ways. Yeah. It's a ways. So yeah. I, I'm I, and I digress. I just wanted to give that that clarifier there. Absolutely, it's a beautiful uh, lake rim community. A small little. I'll call it Sleepy Town. It's not a Sleepy Town. It's just a, a small, quaint area. And she wanted to go look at this beautiful house. And I hadn't been here that long, so that meant my my husband and my teenage son at the time hadn't been here very long either. So I said, not a problem. I'm going to call my husband and son and they can come ride with me. They were in their own car. I was in my own car and we all went on an outing to Buckville to go look at this house. Beautiful house, beautiful acreage, fenced in area. Well, these folks just happened to not be home at the time. And there was an alarm code on their home because they traveled at the time. Now, where were they, if I can? They were what? I think they were in Colorado at the time. But they were missionaries, it, was right? Mi yeah, they were traveling missionaries. And we, at, back before computer age, we actually had our MLS was in a big binder, a big book. And so everything you wanted to know about all the houses were in this one book as to what had been given for it to be printed. So I wrote down all the codes. I made sure I had all the information. I even reached out to the listing agent to make certain I had what I thought was the most recent. And we traveled that one hour out to Buckville. We, it's beautiful, beautiful early summer day. We get out there and I open the door and go in just like the instructions saying, hit that keypad and try to put that code in. Well, guess what? It was the wrong code. And because it hadn't it, been updated in the MLS book, right? Or, or it had been changed, or who knows? Oh, no. Well, this was 20 years ago, and um, cell phone service wasn't as prolific as it is today. So my cell phone didn't work. My only option was to go in the house, get their portable phone, figure out the number, the phone number to the company and call them. So I took the phone outside onto the back deck. That's these, my interpretation. These great, I mean, the whole house too. It's not like it was a, a targeted alarm area. It was the whole house was screaming. These people actually put their fingers in their ears. They run through the house and look at it and they come back out and they leave because they've seen the house and, and, that didn't scare them off that fortunately they actually were great buyers and bought something about three months later in in hot springs village so i finally convinced the alarm company to silence the alarm and i'll lock the door back up and leave they've told me that they've already activated the sheriff's department which i would hope that they would do anytime the alarm went off it's taken me a while to get to this point to get to a supervisor who would believe and 
talk, I talked about my credentials and I'm real estate professional. Here's some people you can call and I'm here showing property. This is all legit. They finally silenced the alarm. I had asked them to wait so I could go and put this portable phone back on its hook in the kitchen before they silenced the alarm. They didn't do that. So I had to open the door again, go back in, put the phone back on the hook, and I finally closed the door. I said, hopefully they will realize that I had to go back in and put the phone away. They knew I was on the back deck with the phone. Now, I have a very interesting, very funny husband. And about this time, we're probably about an hour and 15 minutes into the process of this alarm, just screaming in, in Buckville. And the neighbors were out in full force, out making sure everything was okay. They would all line the fence. Um, I was the entertainment for the evening, I'm sure. And the sheriff's department shows up and then the nicest patrolman that came out, the, the, the nicest person, and my husband thought he would be funny and say, oh, wait a minute, I forgot to get the VCR also. <laughs> he was making making light of it like, well, maybe we were really here to take something. I'm like, they're going to take me away in the paddy wagon. It, the, the patrolman knew it was a joke, and he was so lighthearted about it. And we, we all laughed about it. And even the folks in Buckville could not have been any nicer about it. But I still remember taking my family on an outing to Buckville so that I could set off the alarm in Buckville and, and have the sheriff's department respond. You know, that's not a way to show property is to have the sheriff's department called on you. Not the way to do it. And tonight's entertainment, the Nicolosi family. The Nicolosi. They'll be entertaining you tonight. Mr. Smart Alec will make a smart comment to the cop that could or could not get him arrested. Son will be perplexed and watching why we're doing this. And mom will be saying, did I pick the right profession? Join us later at six. When we sit by the chair, I think you said they had actually set chair, lawn chairs up around the side. <laughs> It was one of those days. You know, it's kind of one of those things that you remember, but you kind of go, I don't know if I should ever share this with anyone. <laughs> so oh, it was I a fun memory of my early beginnings in real estate. And amazingly so, it didn't change my mind. <laughs> I don't know, though. And, and you know, uh, those that know will know, and those that don't won't understand. Um, the two words that realtors hate most, uh, besides uh, it didn't comp, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the two words that realtors hate most are floor duty. Come on in, sit and wait for the phone to ring, do your paperwork, play tiddlywinks, draw, you know, play tic-tac-toe with yourself, whatever you want to do. But we need you here in case the phone rings at 4.30 on a Friday afternoon where you get to ride an hour to Buckville. <laughs> And have the to be dark by the time you got home, honey. It had to be dark at 7 30. It well, fortunately, it was summertime, so I think it was the sun was going down on the way home. Oh, yeah. And and the rest of the story I told you, Dennis, trying to get someone on the cell phone, I literally had it hanging out of the car. Literally, my husband's driving, and we're driving up the 298 back towards home plate. And I'm like, when I get a signal, you're going to pull over because I need to call my supervisor and my broker and my brother-in-law at the time who, who was supervising me. I'm like, I need to call somebody and let them know that 
that this has all happened. We finally got cell service about a half a mile from home plate. So that oh. was an interesting evening. Oh my goodness. What a great story. Let, let me, let me add just one little piece of a story real quick. Uh, um, there's a program called this American life on public radio and they had funny snippets of, you know, business events that had happened like this. And, and the, the police department had a call from a very nice apartment, you know, very ni or nice um, home. And they went to the home and the lady uh, opens up the door and it's this beautiful blonde lady. And she's, she's in not a negligee or nightgown or anything, but evening attire, you know, mm -hmm. and her husband standing behind her and they said, how can we help? And they said, well, we got a squirrel. And, and the, the, you know, we're, we, and, and he said the, it was the last call of the evening or they would have just said, you got to call pest services or pest control or something. And, but they, they wanted to be helpful. They wanted to be helpful. And uh, the long and the short of the story is, is that they take a broom and start sweeping under with the, with the broad part under the edge, trying to get the squirrel to run out into a box they have on the other side. <clears throat> so one patrolman's doing this. The other patrolman has the box. And I know at any time, any sergeant, any manager of, of the police would be going, you, you did what and why you were trying to what? And, and he takes the, the pole and he does this last motion. And when he does, the squirrel does not run into the box. The squirrel runs into the fireplace and catches on fire. Oh, no. And turns around and comes back out and gets under the couch. So they're trying to fluff under the couch and then they tip the couch back. And when they do the couch burst into flames, they take the nice towel. They take the nice pillows, the nice throw pillows. Everybody, every woman loves a nice throw pillow and they start beating the fire out with the throw pillows. And at the end of the evening, the police are standing at the door and the husband's there. And he says, I'd like to thank you, but I don't know what for. <laughs> Thousands of dollars worth of damage later. <laughs> exactly. One couch, two throw pillows, a dead squirrel who smells like, you know, anyway. Anyway, I digress. We just wanted to have a moment's fun. And Clara, thanks for sharing that story. And, and look, this may never come out, but in perpetuity, we've stored it on video. We are now prepared. <laughs> we have. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.